Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. Besides that website, you can also find the show on iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts, as well as on Spotify and lots of other podcast platforms. There are links to Now Hear This Entertainment on at least a half dozen podcast apps at nhte.net. In addition to what's listed there, the show is also on the likes of Overcast, Himalaya, Podcoin, Player FM, and more. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Switzerland, my guest is a singer, songwriter, guitar player who has recently released a new video and has an EP coming out in September. Last year, she played 136 shows, and 2019 is very active touring-wise as well. Her current schedule of live shows has her performing everywhere from there in Switzerland to the UK, Liechtenstein, Belgium, and Germany. Last year, she had even been invited to the Winter Olympics in South Korea. You've been hearing an instrumental version of a song of hers called Better If I Go. It's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment, Veronica Fusaro. Hi there. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Veronica. Thanks so much for making time to talk with me today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Sure thing. Let's start off first by having you tell the listeners all about the song of yours called Better If I Go. Better If I Go. So I wrote this one like two years ago. Um, It was one of the first times that I wrote with other people because usually when I write, I'm all by myself in my basement uh, where I have my little home recording studio. And uh, yeah, for this song, I went out into the big world, (laughs) to Berlin, and um, we had this session and and this song came out. We were playing the instrumental version, but just tell the listeners about the lyrics to the song, meaning what the story is and how you came up with it, who you wrote it with, how you found the person to write it with, and so on. So, Better If I Go, um, I think the title itself is, is like the main message of the whole song. It's, um, you know, when you're stuck in a situation in life, it doesn't necessarily need to be a relationship, really, but just um, a situation in life where you're like, I, I don't think this is worth it taking it anymore, and, and I need to I need to move on, and, and it would be so much better for myself and so you really you just have to decide like it's better it's probably better if i go now um it might even be a late party or something like that but uh you know that's (laughs) that was the main idea behind the song and um i went into this session with with people and i never met before actually um we were just thrown together it was very casual and um i had the pre-chorus ready so maybe you're too complex where did you say it no send that part there and uh we really took it from there because um, i really liked that part of the song and uh we ended up writing better if i go but is that nerve-wracking is that a little challenging going to a co-write session with someone that you've never met and especially when you are someone who's used to doing all your songwriting by yourself it it was very interesting for me um, because it was also like the first time I was away from home by myself for two weeks and 
in a, such a big city and it was very interesting for me not i wasn't really nervous because like um let's say i knew what i i was able to do and and i i have been writing songs for a while but um it was just extremely interesting to meet these new people and, and meet and, and learn these new ways of, of working you know and you said that this was in berlin where you went to do that writing session Exactly, yes. So how did you get paired up with someone in Berlin that, that it wasn't even someone who was right there in Switzerland? So basically, um, it was a, a publisher coming across my music somehow, um, and they contacted my manager, and we, we started, you know, figuring out uh, uh, these sessions. And, and um, I didn't have, I still don't have any publisher, actually. Um, we're doing everything on our own. But, um, yeah, they just engaged their writers in these sessions, and that's how it came together. Well, that's wonderful, because never mind the fact that you don't have your own publisher yet, because it's obviously just a matter of time, what with the success that you are having, but for someone to discover you like that and to open that kind of door, that's obviously a, a great sign and had to be encouraging that you're doing something right to get that sort of invitation. Yeah, it was it was very it was also the first time or one of the first times a publisher reached out and it, it was definitely not the last time that was, that was very interesting for me um, um, to see like okay publisher we had plenty of meetings and stuff with publishers but it just didn't feel right yet um, actually um, but yeah it was the first like first time getting in touch and actually meeting with um, these sort of people. Well, I'm curious about the fact that we played an instrumental version of that song at the beginning of this episode. I, I don't feel like that's all too common. How did that come to be that you would have a version of a song where there isn't any singing? Um, I mean, that's more for... Um, that's just in case somebody would use it for, for you know, sync for 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 an ad or something, if um, they wouldn't want it with vocals on it, um, so that we can talk over it without have, having some vocal in the way, you know? <laughs> That's I the like whole it. idea behind it. It's really yeah. just to have a, an instrumental version of the thing. Yeah, I like it. That That's a good strategy, and it's good to be diverse like that so that you don't have the door closed on any potential opportunities you know, where maybe mm. maybe you don't know that they're dismissing it because it does have vocals on it. So that's that's smart. Exactly. Well, congratulations on the new video. It's for a song called Lie to Me, which we will play in its entirety at the end of today's show. But Veronica, tell the listeners all about the making of the video for Lie to Me, including where you shot it and how long it took because I watched the video and it's a great looking video but it looks like it probably took a while to film because you were probably in at least four different spots throughout that video <laughs> yeah actually funny funny thing is uh, it was uh, shot in two days and wow. um, the first one wasn't even that productive so it was <laughs> I, I mean I haven't done that many music videos yet but it was the most chill shot shoot uh, that I'd ever done before. It was it was quite hot, but um, um, we were waiting for the for the um, we were very much dependent on the sun, right? Uh, so we were waiting for the sunset, uh, sun to set, sorry. And um, yeah, so it was a bit of waiting, a bit of shooting, and, and walking around, and um, that was it. But the idea behind behind the whole thing was just to 
to make a video that you could pause at any minutes, at any second, sorry, and to have a, an Instagram picture ready, basically. <laughs> ah, well, tell the listeners where that was shot, that video. So the, the video was shot in France, in Mar- Marseille. Okay, okay. But was it, say, when I, when I said that I counted, say, perhaps four different locations, was it, oh, we fooled you, Bruce, those were all very close to each other? Or was <laughs> it a lot of driving around to get to all those spots? It, um, I mean, they were all around Marseille. Um, at the beginning of the video, we were in the city. We are shooting everything in, in these lovely tiny streets. Um, and then we we had a car. We rented a car and went like maximum 20 minutes outside of Marseille and, and found these beautiful places that we didn't even know about. Like, we, of course, you know, we did research and found pictures on the Internet. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you never actually know how it's going to look like in real life. So... Um, we had a bit of luck with that, but it was like really amazing. Uh, it's a beautiful place there. When you do as much as you did in only two days' time, everything that you just described, is there still an opportunity to enjoy doing it, or was it actually just work, 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 and you didn't really get to stop and, I don't want to say smell the roses, but you know, laugh a little bit and <laughs> say, hey, this is actually fun making this? Um, I mean, of course it's work, but... Um, the great thing is that um, I get to do, like generally this whole music thing and, and also shooting this video, it, it was so much fun. So it's not like, ah, work, I have to wake up very early in the, in the morning. Actually, we woke up very early because we wanted to capture the, the sunrise as well, which didn't even make it into the video at the end of the day. But it was <laughs> all right because it was so, um, it was just fun. And you know, when you have good people around as well, we were four people, it was my manager, um, the video guy, director, and um, a makeup artist, and, and we were just having a good time, really. And time flies pretty much when you're around good people. Now, the last two people that you just mentioned, the person who actually shot it, as well as the makeup person, were those people that you brought with you from Switzerland, or did you find them in France? So the, the video director, um, his name is Steve Glacier. Um He's from the UK. He lives he lives in Berlin at the moment, actually, but he's from London. And um, he flew over to Marseille for the shoot. And um, the makeup artist, I, we also work with her regularly. And she's from Switzerland as well. So she came in by train, I believe. Okay, but the video director, and for your benefit, Veronica, there are a lot of people who listen to this show because they are up-and-coming performers themselves, and they're trying to learn each week from me and from my guests. So when you talk about... The video director coming from the UK, how did you find someone like that? Um, there's, like, on one hand, uh, it was quite a hustle finding actually that person, but um, it was actually, he reached out to me through Instagram um, because he had seen uh, an application I did somewhere, I believe, and um, I was also actively looking, like, checking out other music videos of artists and you know of course not artists like let's say Rihanna because obviously they would be working (laughs) with uh, people I wouldn't be able to afford but more um, independent artists I was checking out um, up-and-coming artists so uh, to make sure I would find directors that I could afford um, that we could afford and um, yeah that's how he hit me up on Instagram that's that that was the way this came together actually Wow. Wow. Amazing. And it just goes to show you that 
if you do weed through some of the nonsense, some of the phony things that are out there on Instagram mm-hmm. and social media, that there's actually genuine people out there who are able to help you and who are willing to help you. That's good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. That's very cool. And just like so many creative people as well and, and honest ones. That's very, very nice to see. Yeah, for sure. And listeners, by the way, the day after Veronica and I record this interview, it will only be two weeks since the video got posted on YouTube, and already it has more than 5,100 views, so definitely go check it out. Anyway, Veronica, you mentioned having shot the video in France. In fact, you were in that country on tour doing a bunch of shows. Tell the listeners what I'm referring to, including who you were with and how you got that opportunity to perform those shows yes yeah, so i was um i was touring i got the chance to tour in france with eagle eye cherry and um for for nine dates and um one of these days dates was in marseille and um as the coincidence wanted to um or how you say that in, i'm not sure how you say that in english but i hope you um understood me <laughs> <laughs> um we had two off days basically around that date in Marseille and that's when we got to shoot the video. And um, yeah, the whole Eagle Eye Cherry thing was, was really, really awesome because I got to play these great shows um, and it came together through my manager first place who knew the booker, my booker that I now have in France. Ah. And um, yeah, that's how the strings got pulled basically. (laughs) (laughs) So was it a case of where you saw that those two dates were going to be open and a light bulb went on and you said we should make a video then, or, you know, I'm trying to, it's the whole chicken and egg thing. Like which came first? When did you decide (laughs) we should make a video while we're there? It was pretty much like that. It was, um, okay. Marseille is a beautiful city. We have two days off. We could just enjoy the city and just, you know, have a have a nice crepe somewhere and eat some good food. <laughs> but or we could be shooting a music video. And um, so, yeah, we had this new song coming out, which then did came out, Lie to Me. And and the whole atmosphere of the city and everything was just it was just a beautiful coincidence that um, we had to we had to use. OK, but in other words, with Lie to Me, did you already know that you were going to make a video for it at some point and it was just, hey, this makes it even better, let's shoot it there? Yes, exactly, yes. Okay, so you would have made a video for it regardless, even if the whole nine-show tour in France didn't happen. Yes, exactly. And actually, funny enough, I would have um, probably loved to do it at the beach somewhere anyway, so that Ah. was really perfect. Okay, okay. Listeners, I recently had someone email me asking about a recommendation for a Tascam recorder, knowing that there was a major live performance coming up that they wanted to get audio direct from the soundboard from. I was happy to help with that and encourage you to do the same. If you're like Veronica Fusaro or even singer-songwriter Frankie Ray from three weeks ago, meaning if you're someone that performs a lot of live shows, Consider using a recording solution from Tascam to capture the audio from your performance. You don't have to be, quote-unquote, just a podcaster to use their gear. They are still touting the new mixer that came out at the beginning of this year. Check it all out online at Tascam.com. That's T-A-S-C-A-M.com. And then find a dealer from where you can purchase whatever of theirs you can 
to continue growing your music career. This is awkward timing that Veronica and I are recording this interview because it's two days before something pretty significant is going to happen, which means that on the day that this episode gets released, it will have already taken place. But Veronica, wow, you're going to be performing at the Glastonbury Festival, which anyone who is a music aficionado knows is a big deal. So congratulations on that. And how did you get booked to perform at such a significant event? So, well, thank you very much, first of all. Sure. Um, this uh, basically came, came together through um, a contact of uh, uh, my manager. And uh, he saw me play last year at one of the many shows that we placed last year. And um, that he knew somebody from the festival who was doing the booking. And um, they contacted us. And here we go. All of a sudden, I'm playing at Glastonbury Festival. But see, I like that you said it's someone that had seen you perform because you may be sick of hearing it all the time, listeners, but you just can't understate the importance of always knowing that there might be someone in the crowd yes, who you don't know so who it is. True. <laughs> yeah, and so if that, that person is... hadn't seen you, it's not necessarily so much a case of whether they would have known about you or not, but Obviously, for something as major as the Glastonbury Festival, they want to see you perform live and say, mm. okay, they can do a good enough show that we can put them on the on the bill for that event. Yes. I mean, you say it. It really it takes one single person uh, in the crowd, crowd who can make, you know, it might, be, it might be a Glastonbury, it might be another gig, it might be a support show, it might be whatever, but it can, it needs one person to make a, uh, uh, to help me help you make ah sorry help you make the next step in your career so play people play go play shows whatever shows there are just play them <laughs> well and because this show has been fortunate enough to get listeners from 147 countries around the world there are going to be listeners who are just being introduced to you for the first time so it doesn't matter that you and I are recording this interview two days before you're performing there you already know the answer to this question what will the makeup be for a show like that is it just you playing solo will there be a band with you what will that look like what will the configuration be on stage um now on at glastonbury specifically i will be playing um solo my solo sets which means um i have uh, my guitar and my loop station with me and my voice of course and um that's about it but you said for glastonbury so that means that there are other live shows that you do where it is more than just you Yes, exactly. Um, I also have a band, and uh, really depending on the occasion, on the stage, and on what the the promoter wants, um, uh, I have a, a four-piece band, well, with me, a five-piece band, uh, with a cello and the bass and drums and keys. And um, yeah, but that's obviously the bigger and more, for me, <laughs> at the end of the day, more expensive um, formation. But um, but it's it's both i i really love doing both formations i really enjoy playing life overall and for glastonbury did they tell you or did you decide hey i can't afford to have the whole five-piece band there did, or did they tell you we just want solo veronica actually first they wanted me to play with the band and so we asked the whole band if they would be available and organized almost everything we would have been ready to go and then uh, we got the mail that um actually no they would rather have me uh play solo and so yeah <laughs> here uh, i am okay i would have been ready for both actually okay. but um yeah at the end they wanted me to play solo 
Well, for an event that significant, I have to imagine that no matter how many live shows you've already done in your career, there's still going to be some nerves because it is such a major hmm. event. Does it make you more nervous because you are going to be on stage by yourself, or do you think it would be the same even if you had the band behind you? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm always a little bit nervous. Um, sometimes I'm a little more. Um, sometimes I'm a little less. But uh, I guess for this one, I will definitely be a bit more uh, nervous than usually but I don't think it really makes a difference if I'm by myself or with the band actually funny enough when I when I play by myself I know it's all on me and somehow this strangely gives me like this sort of confidence ah. because I'm I'm in control of everything um, I'm the only one to blame if something goes wrong um, at least on stage you know yeah. Um, so it's weird I know it's very weird but um, it, it makes me sort of more nervous but at the same time more uh, self conscious it gives yeah. me more self-confidence sorry yeah i get it i get it i like that i like <laughs> i like the i like the accountability that that you put upon yourself in in that way so that's that's good to hear that's i think that's good advice i think that's good encouragement for anyone out there who is not able to play in a band situation yet to say look when it's just you you're in total control of everything and you don't have to worry about anyone else behind you mm-hmm. yeah and also i mean it's not always easy, but um, you got to just make the best out of the situation, and there Absol- you go. Just, Absolutely. Just give your best and do your best. Yeah, and to get an opportunity like Glastonbury, it's it's not so terrible to have to perform by yourself because you still get to perform at Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's true. That That is very much true. <laughs> well, I mentioned back in the intro that you have a new EP coming out in September. Uh, what can you tell us at this point, meaning... What will the EP be titled? How many songs will there be? Is there an exact date in September yet? And for that matter, is it finished now and you're holding it until then for a certain reason? Or is it still being finished up? So um, I am not best friends with deadlines, um, as we probably (laughs) all are, especially in the musician's world. (laughs) So I do have some demos ready, but uh, I'm actually going into the studio next week. So um, by the time this interview will be out, uh, I will be probably in the studio um, working and finishing the the songs. And so Light to Me is going to be on there for sure. And there's going to be probably four to five more songs on this EP. The EP will come out in September 20th, and the title is not quite definite yet. So, yeah, that's the situation. (laughs) Well, like I always say, listeners, these are all reasons for you to keep up with Veronica online. Number one, since this interview will come out after she will have played Glastonbury, you can then go and look on her social media and see pictures that we know that she's going to post of her having performed there. (laughs) And then in the case of the new EP, not only can you see whatever she posts when she is in the studio, but certainly once September comes around, you can watch for her to put up announcements about the fact that the EP is officially being released. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is enough with the bots on Instagram already. 
Please do the work yourself, folks, and add some genuine comments that show that you actually looked at the image and read the caption, the description. I know you're commenting because it's a tactic to get seen and bring potential followers over to your account, but you're just turning people off when you have auto-generated comments that go up within seconds after a post gets published. Besides that, I just heard this past weekend that Instagram has started cracking down on Stim Social and similar programs. Be genuine, be authentic, and, just like other facets of your music career, put in the time and do the work yourself. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. That's really great to know, isn't it? Very helpful, right? Bruce gives out a tip just like that on every episode of this show, and there's an easy way to get all those that he gave out over the first 160 episodes. The ebook series called Bruce's Bonus Book contains four volumes, and they're all available for purchase and immediate download at www.brucesbonusbook.com. Order yours now for helpful tips that you can apply to your career right away. Veronica, in talking about your new EP, I'm curious about your having told me in the lead-up to today's interview that Lie to Me is the first chapter of this story. What, what do you mean by that? For me, um, a piece of work like an EP, um, I, I like to compare it to a book almost. It's like a, um, a new world you create, a new world that you I create with, with, with sounds, with instruments, with melodies, uh, lyrics, and all of that. And um, so Light to Me is like a first chapter, is like the introduction um, to this book, basically. But again, you're talking about Lie to Me, meaning the song, and, and not, that, not that that's going to be the title of the EP. No, exactly. Yes, exactly. That's just the, the title of the song for now. Well, this is interesting because for those of you that listen to the show regularly, you know that I've kind of referred back to episode 268 a few times recently. I'm talking about, or maybe you even heard that episode itself. Episode 268 was Arbor Season, and I talked to both Shane and Emily, and they were talking on that episode about the fact that they are now starting to do EPs only and not full-length albums. And just like Veronica is saying, their attitude was that these EPs are sort of short stories and that maybe there's four chapters in that short story, meaning each EP is a short story and each song is a chapter and so it sounds, Veronica, like you're sort of taking the same approach when you say that Lie to Me is the first chapter of the story that will be your EP that comes out in September. Yes, exactly, exactly. Is that something that you've just developed as it goes into this new EP? Because listeners, I want to make sure you understand this is not Veronica's first release. She has put out music previously. So is this a new approach that, you've, that you're taking, Veronica, or... Is that kind of what your approach was in the past as well? Um, that's a very similar approach to how I did it with, with my last EP, actually, um, Ice Cold. I just like to create this world. Um, and um, like I, I, I love to um, figure out this world as well. And, and from there, it really helps me like to go, because it goes far beyond just the music you know it starts with with the picture that with the pictures that you're using with the with the visuals you take um in order to expand this world basically and it's the live shows again how how is your stage going to look like and all these all these beautiful details that help you 
tell the story. So yeah, I, I, I use that similar approach with, with um, bigger projects that I do always. Wow. If this wasn't an audio medium where people could at least see me sitting here thinking about that all, I'd have to sit and digest because that's, that's very impressive. I mean, that's a very broad focus to say that, okay, I have this idea for a song. Now let me develop it all the way through to what is the imagery going to look like, say, for the cover art for the single? What is the music video going to look like? What is the visual mm-hmm. going to be when I do that on stage? So that's amazing foresight by you to have such depth because to me that's a whole different level of branding that you're doing. Um, I mean, yeah, I I learned that it is branding apparently um, <laughs> uh, when I got introduced in this uh, music business uh, world. But um, I just think it's really the beauty of, of art um, and um because when I write songs, especially with Light to Me, I always have a, like a little movie going on in my head. And I like to, you know, put a little bit of color there and, and a little bit of maybe wind somewhere in, in, in the visuals. It, it, it sounds probably very weird, <laughs> but um, maybe it's raining somewhere. Um, so, yeah, I just like to include every single sense of, 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 of the human being as well. Well, it doesn't sound weird at all because that's the way that creative minds work. And like you said, it's an an art, so you're just using some of the different mediums available to, meaning both music as well as video and, and even still photography. But I wonder, though, do you get to a point where you say, okay, I'm not going to create a video for every song, so maybe I don't need to have that view every time I sit down and write or is it just I can't help it Bruce I start writing and pictures come into my head um I mean I it's not necessarily about um them making the video actually it's more about the fact that I have this 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 movie in my head um obviously I'm still an independent artist and unluckily I can't be like yes let's do the five music videos because I have so much money (laughs) and so you know you gotta choose the songs you want to make uh, a music video to carefully and um but yeah maybe maybe one day i will be able to do that i mean that will be um absolutely awesome and yeah i would love to do that well you say that you write and record most of your songs in the basement of your parents house this is reminding me of chelsea giles on episode 271 who is doing practically the same thing down in australia so does oh, that cool. mean that the EP that you'll be releasing in September is entirely self-recorded? And and for your fellow recording artists who are listening, by the way, what software do you use to record? So um, to your first question, um, I wrote, depending on how next week is going to go, I wrote um, almost all songs. There's going to be only one song on the EP that I co-wrote with somebody else. Um, the rest I wrote by myself in my basement. Um, as you said, but I will be uh, going into a studio with a producer in London actually next week. Ah. So um, to work out the arrangements and do like, um, yeah, to work on the mix and everything to get really dive deeper into this. And this is actually going to be like the first time I will be properly doing that, like sitting in the studio and and finishing off the arrangements of of the songs. Because um, let's say I, I produce or I do the arrangements of my songs up to a certain point. Um, I always okay. say around the, you know, 80%. And okay. for the last 20%, for the last amount of, like, sparkle and glitter uh, on the songs, I need um, I need help uh, of a producer. And the goal there is to find the guy or the, the woman who, um, who 
understands the vision just as much as I do. And um, I use at home when I work out by myself, I use uh, Logic. Okay. And so as far as this person in London that you're going to go and see, how did you come in contact with that person? How did you end up that you'll be going to record there again instead of just somewhere locally in Switzerland? Um, that came together by listening to music, um, actually. And just, um, you know, I was just like, oh, I really like this song. This is very nice. Let's see who wrote this and who produ produced this. And then um, I came across a bunch of names and, and my manager and I approached them by email. We wrote, uh, we told them about the vision, about the songs and, and he he got back to us and, and here we go. Wow, wow. It's just that easy. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it really, you know, of course it's not easy. Nothing is easy, but um, sometimes you just have to do things and, and you'll see, you know, if somebody answers... Um, there eventually will be somebody who answers you and um, and all of a sudden you'll be in the studio. <laughs> so where specifically in Switzerland do you live? And then the f second question would be, how far is it from there to London? So, um, I don't know. Have you ever been to Switzerland? I have how not. How do you explain Switzerland? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the so, nearest major city that you live so I live half an hour from from Bern, which is the capital city, and it's more to le more or less in the middle of Switzerland. Okay. Um, my hometown is called Thun, and that's where I live, where I have my little studio and everything. But um, and it's like uh, when I say city in Switzerland, it's forty five thousand people. I guess in the U.S. that's like wow. a village or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's very small, but um, yeah, it's a city to me. And um, London is like one and a half hours by plane so pretty close actually um okay. really not too far away okay so you will fly there you're not going to drive exactly no okay i'll fly there i am joined today on the now here this entertainment guest line from switzerland by singer songwriter guitar player veronica fusaro visit her official website at veronicafusaro.com and yes there will be a link to her website from the show page for this episode at nhte.net once you are there, you will see not only her list of live shows, which currently goes to next February, but you will also see links for her social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Veronica's music is on Spotify and on SoundCloud, both of which are platforms where you can hear this show, by the way. But support Veronica by purchasing downloads of her music from iTunes or Apple Music, I guess they want me to say. She also has an e-newsletter on her website that you can sign up for to get updates on all things Veronica Fusaro music. By the way, earlier when I mentioned Tascam and someone emailing me for a recommendation, shh, I actually told them that they could buy that device from Amazon. I haven't mentioned this in a long time in this show, but if you're going to buy anything at all from Amazon, go to the show website first, nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. A very small percentage of the sale will get kicked back at no extra cost to you, and that helps me with the costs associated with doing this show every week. That's also a nice alternative if you've looked at the Patreon for this show and wondered how much you can afford to give. Let Amazon send me a percentage of the sales from listeners instead. 
Again, anything at all that you're going to buy from Amazon, or if you know someone who's always buying from Amazon, tell them. Go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to start shopping there. Veronica, although you have not gotten here to the United States yet, wow, I'm guessing that it's just a matter of time, what with having done 136 shows last year, plus I mentioned that you're already booked as far as next February, and between now and then you'll be performing in at least four other countries outside of your home, Switzerland. Plus, of course, you have the new video that's out in September, the new EP. There's no slowing down for you, right? Not really, no. We're, um, you know, there's stuff to do. There's work to do. There's music to be released. Um, And, yeah, I hope to be um, able to tour around the U.S. um, soon, very soon, actually. But uh, we'll see. We're working on it. But it looks to me like you're just touring constantly because it seemed to be that back in the day, the times were that a band, an artist, they would release a new album and they would not be on the road at all during that time when they're recording it. Then they'd go out in support of it, come back and start the process all over again. But you seem like you're just constantly out on the road. Is that fair to say? Yeah, um, that is very much like that. Um, I guess I'm in the position as a newcomer, um, it's just super important to just see and just play the opportunities that you get. Um, I think there will be time to rest as soon as you, uh, you know, not rest. Um, as you said, do it the, let's call it the old fashioned way to do the record and, and disappear for half a year or longer and then go on tour for a year again and do it like that. But I think you have to be in a very, um, you'll be, you have, you have to be at a certain position in your career, um, to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I, I, I tour. I love to tour. I love to play shows and uh, making music. Well, not to mention, I'm sure it has to help that nowadays it is so much easier to record on your own. So as you have already said, especially with the proximity that you have from Switzerland to all these different places, you can go do some shows and then come back home for maybe only a week or two and get some more recording done, go back out on the road, come home again, do a little bit more and just keep that cycle going. Absolutely, yeah. And especially not me not having to rent any place or um, to in order to make music. I think that's also a big privilege, um, just being to being able to come home and, and be with your family and, and eat dinner and then afterwards go down uh, to my little studio. I think that's very um, convenient and something you wouldn't have been able to do like I don't know, 40 years ago already? Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of travel, I mentioned back in the intro, you're having been invited to the Winter Olympics last year in South Korea. What was that all about? That was um, pretty crazy. Um, that was my first time in in, um, in Asia as well. And um, it came together that basically there are new Olympic Games. Um, they have Winter Olympic Games, sorry. They have these... Um, houses of each country right so there's the house of switzerland as well there's the house of uh, sweden italy us as well so all every country has their place where it's a meeting point basically for the media and for the the the, um, sportives and um we got a request from the house of switzerland asking us to if i wanted to perform there and we were like yeah of Mm. course (laughs) wow and so was it just one show that you did 
Yes, actually, it was just one single show. We wow. flew over and then got back like three days later. It was super quick, but it was awesome. It was super awesome. Amazing, amazing. Listeners, I think I'm past due on getting another guest on NHTE to tell you about their Boulder Creek musical instrument. You hear me talk every week about my Boulder Creek guitar. Plus, you've heard guests such as guitarist Dave Jenkins from Pablo Cruz and bass player Chris Donahue, who performs with Emmy Lou Harris, talking about their instruments from Boulder Creek. Let me see who else I can rustle up. And in the meantime, get yourself over to bouldercreekguitars.com. They do guitars, basses, and ukuleles and can custom build a guitar just for you if you're that serious about your instrument and your career. Again, bouldercreekguitars.com. That's B-O-U-L-D-E-R. Veronica, we're almost out of time, but you've won some awards. We've talked about the video, the upcoming new EP, and all the touring. Is there a next big target, so to speak, that's out there for you? Or are you happy to just kind of keep your head down and push ahead at this point with everything that you are doing right now? Um, I think it's the second one. It's uh, really just focusing on the on the new music that's going to come out, um, on the EP, on the tour in autumn, and of course everything um, everything else around it, um, and try to take um, more steps forward. Yeah, and obviously the opportunities are coming to you that maybe are not necessarily targets, but big steps, because when all of a sudden you're getting invited to perform at something like Glastonbury, you know that all the time and all the hard work that you're putting in are paying off. Yeah, that's that's. these are always like, also didn't expect it at all. It, I was I didn't believe it first when I got, um, got to know it. So it's always very, very nice to, you know, um, see almost see light at the end of the tunnel even even if it's a it was a super you know one of these days that you just want to throw everything out of the window and just um <laughs> i don't know do a cry or something and then something like that happens and it just and it just you know lightens up your day that's that's pretty nice to have how, like, these little goodies almost let's say like that and how it's wonderful because when you are putting your head down and pushing forward and doing what you're doing every day, and all of a sudden you get such a major opportunity that recognizes your talent and your hard work, then it makes all those hours worthwhile. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's super cool. And um, let's see how, how what else will come along the way. And how, and how. Well, we're going to close today with the song that your new video is for, one called Lie to Me. So before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, please. So, Lie to Me, I wrote this song two years ago. I started started writing it two years ago. And it's about um, the original inspiration for it came from a Friday night out with friends. And um, I got home pretty late. And then I, it just made me think about it. Um, you know how you meet people and then you for, forget about them again. And it's, it just feels like an escape. The weekend just felt like an escape. And, and then you go back to reality on monday and it, it just wasn't feeling too right about it it's, it's, so you know might as well just lie to me and, and make me feel the the, <laughs> the most exciting emotions because during the week i will be almost numb again and, and like tired mm. and, and i won't be feeling anything so i was i was seeking for these extreme emotions that i was missing out in in um it was during winter actually i wrote it during winter because um 
in winter in Switzerland it gets quite gray and and I'm a quite weather sensitive person so I don't know uh. it just made me feel very numb in a way and uh, I was seeking for these emotions and that's how light to me came together in the end interesting interesting it's a it's a good premise I like it <laughs> thank you Veronica it's been been great talking to you nice to meet you congratulations on the well, new thank video you very much. congratulations on the Glastonbury selection and all the best we'll be keeping an eye on all things veronica fusaro especially the new ep coming out in september best wishes for that well thank you very much bruce for having me and um all the best thank you my pleasure listeners that will do it for another episode of now hear this entertainment my sincere thanks to singer songwriter guitar player veronica fusaro visit her official website at veronicafusaro.com and then engage with her on social media, which means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to Veronica's YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that her website also has the full list of live shows so you can make plans to go see her live. Again, just like this show, Veronica's music is on Spotify and SoundCloud, However, do support her by purchasing downloads of her music from iTunes, which is also called Apple Music. And speaking of making purchases, as I said before, anything at all that you're going to buy from Amazon, help me out and this show by starting that online journey at nhte.net and clicking on the tall Amazon banner to go over there. It's no extra cost to you, but they will kick back a small percentage of the transaction to me, which helps with all the costs that I incur for putting out a new episode of this show every week. Tell your friends and family too, especially the fanatics who shop on Amazon all the time. Start at nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner there to go start your purchases from them. Thank you so, so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Veronica Fusaro. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Lie to Me. If I told you not to leave, would you turn and look back to me? Stay, we could try to dream away the day is way too bright, it's fulfilled with lies anyway. For another drink, you could show me how you wink. How you wink. I love you so as a way. Something is telling me that you might escape. 